This is a Triple M Footy podcast. With all the latest news and stories that matter right now in footy, it's Tom Brown's News. A landmark day in football news, Alastair Clarkson going to North Melbourne in what could best be described as a coup for their president, Sonia Hood, and indeed the club. Clarkson officially deciding this morning. Now, what I want to do on the podcast today is go through what Clarkson had to say, what David Barham, the president, the new one of Essendon had to say, and also what Ben Rutten had to say. But off the top, just to explain the situation and summarise it as this. Clarkson has gone to North Melbourne. Essendon is in a state of disarray, and it's fairly shambolic, because at the moment, they've got Ben Rutten this weekend going to what looks like his final game as coach. The club having explored and failed Clarkson, and non-committal today on Rutten's future. There is support, absolutely, in growing sections of the Bombers, powerful sections of the club, for James Hurd to return to coaching. It's unclear, and you'll hear from David Barham shortly, how much he supports that at the moment. Hurd himself is working on the Giants program, will obviously be the assistant there again tomorrow when the Giants play, has to decide if he's interested in this process. There's no doubt in my mind that Sheedy and others on the board in his controlling faction, do like Hurd. There's a lot of water to pass under the bridge in that regard, in particular, as I mentioned, whether James Hurd wants to do it. He'll have to win over key people at the club, and clearly he'd need a lot of support around him. But there's definitely a degree of support there. The Bombers are in shambles, I mentioned, because they're going to reveal Rutten's position on Sunday. If they stick with Ben Rutten, they're going to have, effectively, a lame-duck coach during the trade period with no certainty really surrounding his position because they say they want to go through an external review, which they're about to start. And their assistant coaches as well want certainty on their jobs going to the trade period, because in five or six weeks, I guess they could get turfed, having said that some of them were in effect guaranteed today, and they'll want to look at other opportunities. So this is a very, very difficult situation for the Essendon Football Club. But I'll start with Clarkson, and in particular, his explanation on why he chose North. And you'll hear here that in essence... He does his due diligence with his top manager, James Henderson. He's looked at, obviously, the off-field structure, the support he'd get. He'd worked all through these things with Sonia Hood. He was a long way down the road with North and the Giants. And, uh, you know, four days, as you'll hear here, of due diligence was not enough for Alastair Clarkson. He listened to the Bombers, but in the end, went with North Melbourne. This was Alastair Clarkson a short time ago. Yeah, Yeah, well, I I didn't really want to have um, ongoing discussions with the Bombers to be to be fair, um, I, I met briefly with David Barham on Tuesday and then I knew I was going to be away on Wednesday and Thursday. And so, um, you know, we're just so far down the track with the, with the North Melbourne and GWS decisions that, that that whole process just came far too late to give it really, really serious consideration. And The Saturday Rub, Friday Huddle, Sunday Rub, Midweek Rub, Tom Brown's News and all the footy podcasts you need are in one place. Subscribe to Triple M Footy on the Listener app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I've just got back from the Bombers where I was at the press conference where David Barham, the incoming new president, spoke. He was unapologetic about chasing Alastair Clarkson, said he was duty-bound as the new president and a director to chase who he described as the best coach, quite accurately, the last 20 years. He acknowledged that he should have spoken to Ben Rutten sooner, i.e. on Monday. It sounds like Barham contacted um, Ben Rutten on Tuesday, then went to his property up in the country north of Melbourne on Wednesday. But he acknowledges that Ben Rutten's been very stiff in terms of his treatment this week. Barham acknowledges that he's an agent for change. Clearly, he has the imprimatur and the support of the board to implement change at Essendon. We don't know the extent of that yet. The first step was to chase Clarkson. It hasn't worked, but he acknowledges that he is an agent for change. 
He wants an external review because in particular, he explained he wants to benchmark what other clubs like Geelong are doing and have done over an extended period and wants to have a look at that and then sort of work out, well, why hasn't Essendon achieved similar success? And he wants a report in that regard. One of the top accounting firms, I think PwC, or one of those types of firms, Dorothy Hisgrove is going to be involved in that external process. Barham says that he will review the plan B, that's Essendon's plan B, and reveal that in particular, I should have said, on Sunday post-game. He wouldn't comment on Rutten's future. Look, it doesn't sound good clearly, and I think Rutten's position um, is fairly untenable given the way he's been treated this week. I imagine that uh, they're working through the payout in regards to that, and I imagine that his top manager, Adam Ramanaskis, I know is carefully involved in Rutten's well-being, which is you know, really incredible. Um, you know, I spoke to him today, obviously, at the press conference. Rutten's been fantastic in all this. But uh, I know that uh, Ramanaskis will be working on that and obviously his payout. Um, Barham wouldn't elaborate, as you'll hear here, on the James Hurd situation. He was not coy in regards to that, but he certainly wouldn't comment on it from an official perspective. And in regards to the future of CEO Xavier Campbell, just to explain Campbell, who's achieved a lot off-field, has involved, been involved in a lot of the football department decisions. And Campbell, in essence, was a Paul Brasher man who got surfed last Sunday, and um, isn't necessarily a Barham man, but Barham himself said, look, he thinks that Campbell will be there next year, but they need to sit down and talk. So he's very honest in that regard. This was a clip of what David Barham had to say a short time ago. Do you need a new coach? Uh, we're going to decide that on Sunday. Did you undermine his position by making that decision on Monday, though? What decision? The decision to pursue Clarkson. Uh, oh, it hasn't. It certainly hurt him, and yeah, it hasn't helped. And that's and, I, and I'm and I'm not happy about that. But at the same time, if you're saying to me, if, if I'm the president of Essendon, and the best coach of the last 20 years is sitting out there, with expressed an interest in Essendon, and I don't go and see him, what do you think the members and fans will think of me? No positions are under review. What the review is about is, we've done a lot of internal reviews. And that's okay. And we've, and we've all been in organisations where we've done internal reviews. What I would like is some direct comparison with other clubs as to how we're going. So, what did Geelong have? Eight preliminary finals in 12 years? Why have they got eight preliminary finals in 12 years and we're not making the finals? So I want to know, what are Geelong doing? What's Collingwood done this year? What happened with Richmond? Why did they turn around? I just want some of that data to add to internal data so we've got a full picture. David, just one more to be crystal clear. Do you yep. feel that there are sections on the board or powerful sections of this club that would support James Hurd coaching this club? I have no idea. And it, and that is it. Like, how much more hypothetical can we get, Tom? Well, uh, I don't know. Like, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't, you know, um, that's sort of like if one plus one plus one equals five, what do you reckon? I can't answer that. Does the club know what sort of coach it needs? Um... Yeah, well, that's what's got to be worked out. That's part of what's got to be worked out on Sunday, and the decision's got to be made. So, no, the club doesn't know. Um, I think it's got to be worked out on Sunday. Barham, no doubt, has frustrated some sections of the club through this board coup, but he's committed to the Bombers improving, and he's not really scripted in a modern sort of corporate sense, as he heard there. He gives pretty honest answers. So we'll learn more from Barham on Sunday. Bringing you the latest in footy news before you hear it anywhere else. This is Tom Brown's News. Ben Rutten, the Essendon coach by any measure, has performed unbelievably, admirably this week. He's a person of huge integrity. You can tell that from the way he spoke today. 
He wants to support his team. He obviously wants to continue with his work. You're always vulnerable as a second-year coach because if a section of the board comes in and wants immediate success, you know, there's all sorts of factors involved in the Bombers' season. Um, it is interesting that Barham also said, just looping back a bit, that he thought perhaps sooner they should have gone after Alistair Clarkson when they were 2-10, and 10, for example. But back on Rutten, he spoke to Barham at his property on Wednesday. Um, he was asked all sorts of questions, for example, why he's committed to this weekend, basically explaining he wants to see out the season. And he spoke unbelievably well, the truck, Ben Rutten. Do you have any inkling that this was heading this way until Monday morning was at a shock to your yeah, I didn't have, have um, any idea what was going on. Well, why is there such a disconnect then between you and the board? I'm not sure. Would you have appreciated some background for intelligence at some point that things could head this way if performances didn't lift? Oh, look, there's no doubt the, the board are wanting to, like us at the footy department, want us to be the most successful footy club we can be. You know, um, so that's that's really clear, and I think that's clear from with Dave's intention. You know, he wants this football club to get back to being, you know, a um, fiercely competitive football club competing for for grand finals. So the truck Ben Rutten will learn his fate on Sunday. I think post all this, there's no doubt there'll be calls led by. Simon Goodwin and Damien Harwick for coaches to be given far more visibility and respect out of these types of situations. Having said that, as I mentioned, Dave Barham said he was duty-bound to pursue uh, Alastair Clarkson. It didn't work, and now we'll reveal or we'll find out their plan B on Sunday. In particular, I guess the question is whether you go for an experienced coach, whether you stick with Rutten, or whether you uh, cast the net in terms of looking at the likes of Uze and that type of thing. The final point I'll make in regards to this today is the big coaching move now is likely to be the Giants, who I think will announce their selected coach in the next three or four days. I've got an update in that situation. Adam Uze is the favourite, but Adam Kingsley, I'm told they're doing a lot of due diligence on Kingsley late, and Spike, Mark McVeigh, is also making a significant late run. So that's going to be the next domino to fall in the coaching market over the next three or four days. McVeigh making a, a, a very significant late run. Kingsley, they're doing a lot of due diligence on him, as well as Uze. That's going to come up in the next three or four days and be finalised. This is Tom Brown's News, bringing you the latest in footy every Monday, Thursday and Friday. Here at first on Listener. One of the reasons I love footy is because all that's happened today and this weekend, we've got exciting games to finalise the top four and indeed the top eight. It all starts tonight, of course, in Brisbane, Triple M covering that one, Melbourne against Brisbane. It's effectively, for Melbourne, the shot at the double chance. It's hugely significant. On Sunday, the Pies will play for the double chance, hopefully with Dugowie and Ginevan in the side. Carlton playing for their finals chances. It's bigger than Ben-Hur, 90,000-plus expected at the MCG. It's going to be an intriguing weekend of football. It's been a massive, massive news week. Just some news briefs. The AFL yesterday met with the clubs. They're certainly looking at bringing the starting time of games forward for some of the night matches. As soon as next year, there's support to move 7.50 back to 7.20. Gil McLaughlin also saying there's strong support to review the appeals process in the wake of the schmozzle, really, that was the Patrick Cripps process. But there's no bigger stories than North Melbourne and Essendon today. It'll all play over the weekend. We'll have it all on our social channels. I'll give you the full update on Monday. But there's no doubt in my mind that there's strong sections of the club now. Essendon interested in James Hurd. We'll have to decide what he wants to do. He's been successful in business. He had an investment 
in a financial services investment that's been spectacularly successful. He's got to decide what he wants to do. My impressions are that he would want to coach, but we'll find out for sure next week, and we'll all be here on Triple M. Triple M rocks football. That was Tom Brown's news. Come back every Monday, Thursday and Friday for more and subscribe to Triple M Footy on Listener or wherever you listen to get all our podcasts throughout the season. For Ream Hot Water and McDonald's, Triple M rocks footy.